and welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan's dog And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we are back with episode 56. So... Let's do a little bit of a recap, and then we will dive right in. Um, at the start of last session, the party had defeated the dreamer. Um, Malachi chopped her eyes off with his axe, um, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly. And she then- To be clear, she had a bunch of eye stocks. Uh-huh. He didn't like painstakingly carve them out. Uh-huh. Um, and... Uh, scattered her into bubbles that popped on the surface of the ocean. The party then uh, went back to the lighthouse um, and were able to have a more comprehensive conversation with the keeper, Malachi's god, um, who, you know, talked some things through with them. And eventually uh, the night ended with Malachi going upstairs to the top of the lighthouse um, where he was able to dip his axe in the light that the Keeper, and by extension Malachi, was sworn to protect, um, which empowered his axe, granting it all sorts of cool new powers. The party also gained their own cool new powers as they leveled up to level 10 as they long rested. After this, uh, the party realized that in order to get to the Aberrant Sea before the High Priestess and the Adventurer, who are traveling there separately, you think. Although it's a little unclear what exactly is going on in terms of their motives still. Um, That in order to get there before them um, and stop whatever they're doing, um, you needed a quicker way to get across the ocean than just sailing your ship there. Um, With the Keeper's help, a plan was sort of formulated that if you could get to somewhere else in the ocean that you know to be kind of a source of aberrant power and of specifically like teleportation power, Finn could possibly open a portal that would glitch you across the sea very quickly. And fortunately, left behind by the dreamer was this sort of shell of an island um, that had a well in it, um, which you recognized as connecting to the well that was on Still Sky, that was where Lizzie had kind of originally come from and begun spreading her influence across the island of Still Sky, what feels like years ago. Um, so you <laughs> climbed down the well. For us. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you climbed down the well um, and found yourselves coming out of the water in another well, um, seeing your friend Sarah uh, staring down at you, remarking on the existence of wanted criminals at the bottom of her well. Um, and that's where we're picking up now. Wanted criminals, where? Ah! <laughs> Who? Me? Mm-hmm. Knock, knock, motherfucker. <laughs> Sarah kind of like reaches down and throws the rope down the well so that you guys can climb up it, which you, I assume you do rather than, you're all kind of like yeah. cramped at the bottom of the well <laughs> we right now. We do the emperor's new groove thing where <laughs> we all like sort of shimmy <laughs> up back to back. Unnecessarily, <laughs> the rope is there. You don't need to. <laughs> Reagan takes it in his teeth. <laughs> Nurgle sort of like just flies up and perches at the top of the well, looking around. Oh yeah, flaunt the wings. Ah! Um, <laughs> Sarah sort of, as as you guys climb up, she's like standing there, hands on her hips, and she's like, hi, I, do you want to explain how you got in the bottom of the well, or is it too convoluted? 
and I shouldn't even worry about it. Could you it. go back a couple of minutes and listen to the recap? Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> this all makes perfect sense. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I did some magic and teleported here. Just so you know, this might become relevant, but that well is also a portal, so I guess keep an eye out. Oh, but don't worry. We got rid of the, the, the dreamer, who was the one who created the portal, maybe. Did you really? Wow. Oh, yeah. She's Bubbles now. Wow. Uh, Sarah looks like very kind of pleased by this and gives you sort of like a, an appreciative nod. Um, and she's like, okay, well, um, let's, uh, let's go back to the windmill rather than just sort of standing out here in the woods. Um, let me go first because, so there's a bunch of, um, again, you guys are wanted, right? You didn't actually blow up a, unless you did actually blow up the square and kill a bunch of people. Mm. No, 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 no. Does that sound like us, sir? I don't know. Listen, I didn't <laughs> think it sounded like you, but I only knew you guys for a couple of days and there was a lot of weird shit going yeah. on. So No, that was, uh, it was... The ad- we were there, but it wasn't us. It's so super great to see you again. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sarah. Remember, she lived in the windmill. Windmill. No, that we know who it was, but it wasn't us. Who? Well, who? Wait, who was it then? Well, we think we. Also, a wanted criminal. Okay. But uh. She used to be our boss. Yeah. But we parted ways pretty dramatically. This adventurer character that you're associated with. Yep. Well, not anymore. Not associated anymore. Okay. So I'm going to go to the windmill first to make sure that there's no, um, like, soldiers there. Because we have a bunch of soldiers on this island right now because... Oh, you guys are occupied. Mm-hmm, because apparently the whole... So the thing is that, like, when you get sort of removed from society for five years by a magic curse, um, then things are a little bit weird when you try and uh, reintegrate. So... Uh, mm, back taxes. Lithios and Dormitory, exactly. We're very interested in what happened and also... Apparently, like, a lot of stuff has happened over the last five years that we all just kind of never heard about. Um, so things are kind of tense right now. Um, so I'm going to go make sure that there's... You You guys wait here. Um, she, like, hurries off through the forest. Um, you guys sort of wait awkwardly for a few minutes. Um, okay. Until she windmill, comes... Windmill. Who, yeah, windmill? I'm not... Remember, she had a sword, but she didn't actually know how to use it. I, like, jokingly pull out my knife and look at Finn. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I step away from Malachi. I've been stabbed too many times on this island. God, the still sky stabbers. I forgot about those guys. (laughs) You spend that few minutes recapping the entirety of the still sky arc to Reagan so that he's caught up again. Um. No, none of this is ringing a bell. You sure it was me who is with you? Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Sarah comes back and sort of like beckons to all of you and is like, yeah, it's it's all all fine. Um, And you follow her back out this, like, forest path, remember, that stretches from where the well is to the windmill. I do cast mage armor on myself as we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Wasn't that wasn't that the title of an episode, The Well and the Windmill? Yeah. That, okay, <laughs> wait, yeah. That's the one. It's starting to come back. Hey, Hannah. Yes? Is it all fine? 
Um, yes, Taylor, it does nothing here. Uh, and uh, you don't have to ask me. You can sometimes if something feels suspicious, but I will tell you if you're hearing a lie. I just wanted to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sarah, like, leads you in through the back door, um, and you can kind of see the the windmill, like, overlooks, it's on a hill, kind of, like, overlooking the rest of Still Sky, so in this kind of brief glance that you guys get, you can see that it looks more, um, that the, the town looks more active than it did when you were here before, it was this very idyllic, but also, like, very peaceful town. Um, there's kind of, like, more people, it seems, sort of, like, out and about right now, um, there's also, you see, more ships in the harbor. Um, a couple that look like just kind of merchant ships, and then a couple that are definitely, like, flying the flag of Lithios. Um, you guys go into the windmill, um, which also looks more like... I mean, it always looked lived in, but there's, like, signs now that there've been, like, guests and stuff, rather than it just being Sare. There's, like, (laughs) multiple, multiple chairs that are out and look like they've actually been used. Um, like, multiple teacups and stuff like that. Um, Sare sort of, like, looks, looks furtively around outside and then closes the door. She's clearly on edge, which is not abnormal. She was on edge the entire time you knew her. Um, but it's sort of like a, a different kind of on edge now. I've never seen her exhale. Yeah. And the sword that was like, you know, that that you mentioned, um, she still has kind of like with her, although she still doesn't necessarily seem to know what she's doing with it, but she has it with her. Um, you guys are led in and she sort of like looks back at you and she's like, okay, so you... And this, and a lot of these other people that we received word of as being wanted and that we definitely should report if we've seen these people. Um, you didn't actually do any sorts of major crimes. Well, I mean, we, ah, we've saved some people from an execution, but. Okay. I wouldn't say we did any unjustified major crimes. Mm-hmm. I. We certainly didn't kill any. Buddy, I think. Who didn't have it coming. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. Listen, you guys don't need to justify yourselves to me. I don't really... It seems like I was a little bit worried about um, if there was something I didn't know, but you saved this island and me, basically, so I'm not too worried about if you're doing some sort of, I don't know... Domestic terrorism? Yeah, although I I wouldn't have been exactly proud to hear that. Um, But it's, you know, it's good to hear that you weren't actually responsible for an explosion. Um, Yeah, we saved you and now I am wanted. I kind of (laughs) like slick ahead through my hair and then I look at Finn. I'm like, did I try this already? I actually don't think you did. No, I think this is like one of the rare cases. Oh, all right. (laughs) Great. Malachi... I think Reagan might have hit his head. Can you try laying on hands his his cranium? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> I massage Reagan's temples. Look, a lot of stuff has happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, so so where are you going now? Was there a reason you were crawling up the well, or was there just kind of just wanted to visit for fun? Sure. Yep. I whisper, I whisper to Malachi, are we lying to her? Why are we lying to her? <laughs> hey, Sarah, can we trust you? I don't want to. To be our ally no matter what? If there are soldiers creeping around here, I don't necessarily want to put you in a weird position. 
Oh, that's a good point. The less she knows, the better. I'm already in a kind of a weird position. I'd put you in a weird position. Okay. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, by the way, Sarah, general question. We do have somewhere to be, but like, does this island like need saving from something or would it just be best if we got out of here? No, I think we're okay. I don't think we necessarily need saving from something. Um, the long arm of the empire. The soldiers aren't really doing anything, just sort of like collecting taxes and also watching out. I oh. think, honestly, I do think because when they first showed up and were like, all these guys are wanted. There were some people from town who were like, oh, we know those guys. So Uh-oh. <laughs> they might be expecting you to be here. Um, sort of the thing where like before the kind of like quick, we should all keep our mouths shut glances got exchanged. Some people were like, whoa, it's those guys. Um, you know how it is. Um, the cleaners, yeah. Yeah. So um, they're probably keeping an eye out for you, but they haven't really done anything around here. Um there is something that I should mention to you, though. Although I don't know if it's necessarily relevant. Um, You're married. Uh. She shakes her head. Um, and she's sort of like looking at you guys like she's trying to size you up. And she's like, so you you didn't, um, you didn't actually cause an explosion and you're not actually working with this revolutionary figure, but you're also not working with Lithios itself, right? Right. Like if I, um, yes, sir. She sighs, um, and you see her make a decision, and she goes and like moves aside a rug and like pulls up a floorboard, um, and pulls out a book, um, looks like a like a journal, and she goes, okay, so I found something out a couple weeks ago that um, I was hoping to mention to you if you ever happen to come back through. Wow, what convenient timing. <laughs> you remember um, you remember that I told you that right before Lizzie showed up and started causing all kinds of problems, that part of the reason I didn't immediately notice that there was a malevolent presence interacting with my people um, was that my parents had just died. Um, and I don't think we ever really had time to discuss the specifics of that um because i didn't see anything suspicious in it initially they just mm. got this very sudden very severe illness that their cleric magic or my cleric magic couldn't cure and then they died um but once the you know hag curse was removed i was able to think about that a little bit more and also to talk to other people in the town who wouldn't talk about it with me before. Um, and we all agreed something was a little up. I was talking to um, one of my father's friends and we were just talking about the way that everything went down. And he said that now that he was thinking about it, there was something a little bit suspicious about the way that my parents died, um, that that kind of illness came on so suddenly and no one else in the town had gotten it um, and I didn't get sick at all. And he said that my father had gone on a trip to Dermator only a few weeks before he got sick um, and that after he returned, he'd seemed kind of um, worried about something or troubled about something and that when he uh, spoke to his friend, he, he seemed seemed like something was troubling him. So I, I had this conversation, um, and then I came back up to the windmill, and, you know, 
it just so happened that I'd left the window open, which I don't usually do. Um, but it meant that I came home at just the right time that the sunlight was like streaming through the window. And I noticed that this floorboard looked a little loose. So I pried it up and lo and behold, I find this. Um, she holds up the journal and she goes, my father wrote this shortly before he died. And it's because he found something out. Um, she like flips the journal open and starts pointing. And you see that this is like a detailed written account. Um, and she's like, my parents, they were both priests of Avandra. They were more powerful than me. They knew, knew a lot about her. And my father had gone to Dermator um, to meet with the high priestess there. Um, he was supposed to be having a meeting with her. Only while he was waiting for the meeting, there was some other like council or something taking place in her offices. Um, and he heard a bunch of people talking in low voices. Um, and then he heard some of them were kind of shouting and the sorts of things that they were saying, um, talking about, about rituals and about research had him on edge. And then there just so happened to be a disturbance outside in the cathedral. Um, and it just so happened to be the sort of thing that required the high priestess's attention. And then the last person out of the office, uh, just so happened to leave the door a crack open. And, you know, when you're a priest of uh, the goddess of luck, when you, a bunch of coincidences line up like that, you tend to take the opening. So my father went in um, and what he found was all sorts of plans and these these ancient, ancient books and rituals from like way back hundreds of years ago when all the gods were fighting. The sorts of rituals and, and stories about how to kill gods. Um and so my father figured out what the high priestess was up to and that Avandra was one of the names of gods that the high priestess wanted to get rid of, which I, it sounds insane saying it to you right now, but this is what. And so what my father found was this one particular ritual um, and she like points to a page in the journal and she's like, and he remembered as much of it as he could and he wrote it down and he talked to my mother about it and they were trying to figure out what to do if they should go to the crown but they didn't i mean how do you what do you do about the high priestess of the entire you know the entire religious system and right, so right. as they were trying to figure out i know what i'd like to do as they were trying to figure out what to do um apparently uh all of a sudden they got sick and died and once i started talking to people in the town more and asking what they remembered um the mayor said that he uh remembered seeing a figure in like a blue robe with a mask who was oh, there God. shortly before my parents were killed um them again and i don't remember seeing this person at all but it seems to me now i'm pretty sure that something happened that someone got rid of them to make sure that they couldn't go and tell tell anyone what they found so now i know about it um and now you guys know about it right Right. Oh. Uh, I hate knowing things. Well, we have encountered blue people and assassins before, although in maybe separate contexts. She didn't say the person was blue. She was wearing a blue robe. Blue robe. Well, blue robes. And a mask. Yeah. Hey, Hannah, remind me, did the Maelstrom cult wear masks? Some of them did. Yeah. Because mm. you, like, the blue lady, you, like, took off her mask at the end. Right. Oh, right. So we... Mm, we may have encountered someone from that group before, actually. A few people. Oh. Great. We killed some of them when we were pretty weak, but... Yeah, we kicked their ass, so... <laughs> awesome. But they're, I'm, I'm certain there are, uh, those were low-level grunts. 
Yeah. I lean in and whisper to Reagan, so how bad were her parents' con saves? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, clerics are kind of a squishy kind of, kind of thing, aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. Not so much as you two. <laughs> how dare you? I'm very... No, I am a little squishy. It's nice to be a little squishy. I'm handsome. You're like half squishy. <laughs> Two-thirds squishy. Finn tries to lift up something heavy and cannot do it. <laughs> uh, I sort of, like, look down at the ritual that Sarah is, like, showing us, and I just sort of, mm-hmm. like, look at it for a minute and nod, and I turn to Finn and say, can you read this? <laughs> can I? Can I interpret it? Um, make an arcana check. Nat 20! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Totally. You, you, Malachi says that and you look down at it and this makes perfect sense to you. Despite being written mostly in like, you think parts of this is written in celestial. Um, some of it is actually, frankly, it's mostly in celestial. And it's just this like, like Sarah was saying, this ancient ritual back from the days when like the gods were much more active and when there was lots of conflict and where like a ritual that would allow you to kill a god was the sort of thing that like, a spellcaster would just have on hand. Um, and this is this is like a transcription of what Sarah's father could remember of what he saw. And so it is clearly not complete. Like you don't think that you could perform this ritual, but what, Damn. It, what it seems to involve is like over the course of a couple days, like doing things at specific points around a God's like known location. So you sort of have to have a God that's in one place for an amount of time. Um, and then this ritual is sort of set up by doing things for a couple days around the location. And then like at or near um, the the God's location. And it looks like it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be standing right next to the physical body of the God. It can just be sort of nearby. Um, this, this spell is chanted, um, which slows the god and sort of traps them and weakens them enough that they can then be killed with just, like, power and fighting like you would any being. Um, however, this kind of spell, as it's being chanted, needs to not be interrupted and needs to be over this sustained. It looks like the actual spell, once you get to it, takes ten minutes. And it just sort of weakens the god and keeps them contained so that the rest of the spell can be performed. Okay, I commit all this to memory. Mm-hmm. And I say, guys, I really think we should go. Uh, there might be a ritual that we need to interrupt. Mm, yeah, we might know who she's uh, targeting next with this. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that, like, we would use it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to roll that out. Like, if we have to use it on the Stormfather, then hey. If that Well, he's not here. Oh, right. No, I was thinking like on uh the uh the adventure. The the A D J V C H Oh, that's a good What's point. What's going on here with you? How did you get a J in there? Bruh. I'm partially illiterate. We've been over this. <laughs> that's a good point. This could be useful for her. Sarah sort of like raises her hand and Yes, Sarah. She's like, "Sorry, this person is a god?" I high-five her. <laughs> she accepts the high-five and then says that. Uh, not quite yet, I hope. Maybe. Someone who's on their way to becoming a god, so She's hopefully trying. we can stop them before that happens, but if we don't, well, now we've got this. Sure, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, hey, also, uh, so you said Sarah? You said your name was Sarah? That's close enough. Reagan, yeah. oh my god. 
<laughs> I have hit my head several times. Uh, so, sorry that your parents died of uh, weird disease. That's fucked up. So, uh, thanks. Sorry. Yeah, it was fucked up, but it's kind of nice to know now what actually happened or something yeah. about what actually happened. Uh, oh, so, yeah, we're going to go kill the people responsible, so. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm about to ruin. I'm about to ruin this. Uh, where are they buried? Why are you asking? Because I feel like it might, like, behoove us to figure out what actually killed them. Reagan, are you trying to exhume another body? Reagan, just because we got treasure for digging up the last body doesn't mean that's going to happen every time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to, I just, like, I just wanted to know if it was, if it was poison, uh, or if it was, like, a curse or anything, like... It's good to gather information. Sarah crosses her arms and she's like, you're probably not going to be able to tell. It's been five years. It's been five years. Yeah. My guess is it must have been either a poison or a curse. And whatever it was, it was strong enough that they couldn't cure it themselves. Which is so a bad sign. Hey, what level cleric were they? <laughs> she, she laughs and she's like, they were stronger than me. I think you guys would probably be able to guess like... To be powerful clerics, but also just sort of, like, living on this island. Like, would they have had remove curse? <laughs> they probably would have had access to remove curse and, like, lesser restoration, but maybe okay. not greater restoration gotcha. would be your guess. Interesting. Sort of, like, on the level with Father Ceviche. Yeah. May maybe a little bit stronger from how Sarah's describing them, but also they were her parents, so it's a huh. little bit hard to tell. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's been real. So, yeah, step one, we need to get you off this island without alerting soldiers. Are you just, I guess you could just... Are they Are they being quartered here? Or are they just sort of, like, in the harbor? Or? Oh, there ought to be an amendment about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're definitely, some of them are staying in the inn. I think some of them are staying in people's houses. Um, some of them are just staying God, on their boat. The nerve. Well, we have our own boat that we can... I won't. I don't need to get into it. Oh yeah, we have a boat now. Uh, but if we just sneak out the back of the island, oh. then <laughs> oh yeah, we don't have to go through town. <laughs> yeah, I think you could just sneak out the back of the island if you go through the forest, Perfect. like by where the treehouse was. Oh god. Ooh, don't love that forest. I mean, that's the way to go. All right. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing built back there, and so then if you kind of go the opposite way, no one should see you. They don't have any sort of perimeter on this place. They're not watching it that. I mean, but like, there's still. Like, be careful as you go. Maybe, like, I don't know if you can, like, swim out for a while and then make your ship go up, although that's kind of a long way to swim. Can we swim? I know a thing or two about swimming. <laughs> but, yeah, just uh, run that back for us. So, are the, the soldiers who are here a part of the blockade on Gillsbury? Or are you also being independently blockaded? No, although we did hear what happened to Gillsbury. We're not being blockaded specifically, so like... You're being investigated? From what I've heard about what happened with Gillsbury, um, which, by the way, sorry to hear about that, she says to Finn, sort of like... Yeah, so am I. It's fucked up. Um, the people here aren't happy about it. I mean, Gillsbury is our, like, you know, neighboring town, our, our affectionate softball rivals. We're not really... Yeah. <laughs> hearing their whole harbor got blown up was not something that we expected. Um... But um, the soldiers here was sort of like first as like a, hey, we heard you were cursed. Um, tell us more about that. And they were like interviewing people and stuff. Um, and then they just sort of didn't leave. Um, that was a couple weeks ago that they showed up and were like, tell us about this curse. Um, and 
now they're just sort of hanging out. Tell us about everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm not entirely sure if they're, like, worried that we, um, I don't know, worried that we pose some sort of threat. Hey, do any of them have, like, a really douchey face? Um, I don't know. A couple of them have really douchey faces. I think they're all kind of douchey. <laughs> so true, sir. Anyway, they're just sort of <laughs> hanging out, but they are definitely keeping an eye on the island as a whole. And like I said, I thought maybe waiting for you guys. Well, then I think it is expedient that we leave. Yeah, I think you should go. Um, You know, in a sort of you seem in a hurry way, not in an I'm anxious to get rid right. of you way. Do you have any, like, towels or anything that I could put over this? I hold up my glowing axe. (laughs) (laughs) She she, uh, sort of does a double take looking at it. um, Oh, yeah, it glows now. (laughs) Yeah, congrats. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me, sir. (laughs) Why would I lie to you? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, She brings, like, an old blanket for you to kind of, like, wrap the blade of your glowing axe in oh it's sleeping (laughs) it needs a nap like a bird um yeah you guys are able to sort of like sneak out the back of the windmill and through the forest um what then what then's the plan uh sail to gillsbury right well not directly to gillsbury because we don't want to be seen well sail to the blockade and get the lay of the land yes yeah okay um I think, get, give me stealth checks to, to get off of and away from Still Sky. I'm going to merge with stone. Nice. Dirty 20. Is Sarah with us? No, she she's leaving you and is like, I'll let you know if we um, find out anything. As we're sneaking around, I whisper to the others, you know, I bet I could have got her to bet about the Matt Black. I bet she would have <laughs> been a real mark. Well, hey, Finn, you, you didn't try. 16. Oh, and I roll with disadvantage still. <laughs> well, I rolled a nine and then I rolled a one, which comes to zero, which comes to ten. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, um, cool. Yeah, uh, with Merge with Stone and with the fact that your companions rolled pretty high and that you guys are taking the sort of like back route through the forest. You're sort of, Malachi's sort of crashing through the forest and the blanket, like, the the light is still, like, leaking out kind of around the edges of the blanket. The yeah. blanket's slipping off and Malachi keeps, like, stopping to, like, readjust, but every time he does, he, like, steps on a twig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you guys manage to make it off the island and you sort of swim out a little ways before making Matt Black big and sort of... Did we say goodbye to Sarah? <laughs> I'm assuming it was implied. Okay. And you sort of... Solstice. Jet quickly. Thanks for the info, sir. Away from the... Malachi, stop shouting! (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Finn, I've just gone through a a weird day. (laughs) Um, Cool, you managed to to get away from Still Sky and set sail on Matt Black for Gillsbury. Um, You see Gillsbury kind of in the distance. And you remember that last you heard from Father Ceviche, um, the ships had sort of like fired on the harbor and then left. Um, You do see as Gillsbury comes into view um, that there is a ship kind of flying Lithios's colors in what remains of the harbor. Um, But... It doesn't look like a military ship. It looks almost like a, like, merchant or transport ship. Um, You do also see, 
as Matt Black kind of comes close, um, you're, you're still a ways out. You have to like look through a spyglass to actually see it. But just like Father Ceviche said, the harbor and the docks area is just wrecked. It looks like a tornado <sighs> went through. There's all the little like huts and buildings that were right there. There's a bunch of kind of like half destroyed boats, like either still floating in the harbor or pulled up on the shore. And this is after like <sighs> there's been some time cleaning it up. Like mm -hmm. you can see that... Uh, Probably the areas with the most debris have been cleaned up a bit, but it still definitively looks wrecked. Um, there's like one dock that sort of survived partly. Half of it is like sagging down into the water. Um, and this is what this merchant ship is like parked next to. Um, but for the most part, it is just a wreck. Um, the houses and such further on look okay. Um, and you can see Finn, like a couple of people around, although you're still too far out to, like, make out any of them. Finn's fists are clenched, and he is breathing very loudly. I have a gentle hand on the back of his neck in case I need to grab him <laughs> like a kitten. It's wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is my house still standing? Um... From what you can see with the spyglass, yes. Um, but you can just mm. sort of, you can just barely see it. You can't see any details about it. You said there were a couple people standing around? Yeah. Do I recognize the people through the spyglass? Um, yeah. You see, like, a couple of um, people that you know from Gillsbury. Hang on. Um, Hannah looking up fish. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you actually see... Uh, Mr. O'Connor, Guppy's dad, um, oh, is ugh. walking um, along with a, a woman who's named uh, Marina. Fair enough. Who you recognize. They're sort of um, just kind of like walking, walking along the beach, basically, um, seem to be engaged in conversation. Of course, the O'Connors are out there still. Yeah, and you see like uh, a guy named Gil is sort of poking around one of wow. the like huts. Is he Gilsbury? <laughs> uh, his last name is not Sbury. Um Right, it's Burry, and his middle initial is S. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's one in every generation. It's part of the town charter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gil S. Burry is poking around. And it's not even the mayor. <laughs> right, he's just a guy. <laughs> it's an honorific. Sometimes you get to cut ribbons or something. <laughs> He's in a lot of shit right now. How did you let this happen, Gil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's poking around one of the destroyed, like, fishing huts, looking like he's looking for something. Basically, in order to get any more detailed information, you'd have to get closer and thereby risk potentially Matt Black being spotted. Um, I am going to send out a little telepathic call to my buddies below the brine. And just ask anyone within range, hey, uh, who wants to do some recon for me? Oh my god, wow, it's Finn! Oh my god! Yeah, hey guys, wow. I missed you! Wow, it's Finn! And then some of the younger fish are like, who's Finn? Because you've been away oh. for a bit. Oh! He's a celebrity! That breaks Finn's heart. The other fish are like, he's cool, he's really cool, he's the son of the sea! And I was like, whoa! Um... Oh, right, Recon, yeah, sure, we could do what, we're just down here in the ocean, what do you need? Uh, okay, so I want to know, uh, you might not even need to check, you might just know this already, uh, how many people are on that one ship in the harbor, and are they scary looking people? 
oh, I don't know. We haven't really been looking, although we've been looking. People aren't even fishing for us anymore, which is awesome. We're just sort of chilling here. Nobody's even doing anything. Every cloud Um, is a silver lining. We, uh, yeah, there's like some some people on it. Um, They're kind of scary looking, although not as scary looking as the other ships that were here the other day. Um, Just kind of some like, I don't know, some guys with big spears and stuff like that, just in case they need to do something with the spears, like, you know, attack fish, probably. Um, <laughs> and then there's the also bastards. some other people who don't have spears. Um, but I don't know if they're on the boat right now. I haven't been paying that much attention. And are there any other boats around or is it actually just this one? No, it's just this one. The other boats left. Hmm. This boat had some like, you know, big crates with stuff in it. Some that was Uh-oh. like food and stuff. They dropped it in the harbor. Like into the water well by accident they sort of like somebody tripped and was oh. like whoa ah. the crate sort of you know <laughs> dropped some food in the harbor oh well congratulations it was awesome yeah that's why we remembered it nice um remind me how far away is the reef like can we see it from here through the spyglass um you can't see it from here i don't think i remember it taking like a couple hours to get out there so i think that it's a little yeah. bit further out um but you know where it is then I ask the fish. Also, you know that reef in that place that I'm describing accurately? Oh, uh, yeah. We totally know it. Is anyone over there? Like, people? No. Yeah. Okay. Anyone besides fish? No. Well, and the big turtle. Right. Yeah! <laughs> Love that guy. My man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good to hear your voice again. It's good to hear your voice again. We've missed you. Oh, yeah. Give my give my best to the wife, Herb. Wow, I will. Everyone in Gillsbury is straight. <laughs> the, the wow, I will was from like several fish at once. Yeah. <laughs> As if they're not entirely sure who you were addressing. <laughs> A lot of the fish around here are named Herb. I don't know why. Who named them? No, the fish are all polyamorous. <laughs> the single white. That doesn't mean they would have the same name. <laughs> and named her. <laughs> no, that's how polyamory works. You all have the yeah, same name. Yeah, that's how polycules work. You all have the same name. <laughs> the wife is also named Herb. <laughs> Very confusing. She just sounded confused when you said that. <laughs> okay, so it looks like there's no one, like, lurking to ambush us. It really is just this ship. No one uh, lurking? But there are some soldiers on board. But I kind of feel like we can probably take them, right? I don't know, Finn. I feel like if we were to get rid of any soldiers on Gillsbury, the that would get back to Dermator. Are we, are we stopping at Gillsbury, or are we just going straight to your father? I, I guess it would be good to check. I haven't gotten a sending from Father C. It's up to you. I mean, it's up to you, Finn. I mean, this is either way. Uh... Out of character. Hannah, remind mm-hmm. me, what do we know about the situation? We know that Gillsbury, was it the Keeper or Father C who gave us the last update? Um, I believe it was Father C, and it wasn't that, it's been like a bit of time out of character, but in character, it's only been a couple days, so it's not, it's like a little bit long, but not quite alarming yet, especially because you know he's been sending to both you and Baleen. Um, the last kind of thing that you know, and combined with, like, what you guys were able to figure out about, like, why Lithios would do things the way they did, um, basically, they just, like, wrecked Gillsbury's economy and then left. So Gillsbury is is 
seemingly not a threat to Dermator, um, you would guess that this one ship is probably here um, based on what the fish were saying. Sounds like maybe like bringing supplies as a sort of like now that Gillsbury can't feed themselves, they're sort of dependent yeah, on like, the Empire. We'll take care of you because you're ours. Exactly. Um, potentially with the side benefit of watching to see if you guys show up. Um, yeah. Especially with what Sarah was saying about Still Sky, it definitely seems possible that they'd be waiting to see if you showed up. Um, which means either that then at this point it's just sort of a gamble in terms of like, do they underestimate us and so they just sent a few soldiers figuring it would be fine? Or do they correctly estimate you, in which case they might have sent some guys who are stronger than the fish were able to tell? Uh... All right, I don't, I don't think we can afford to, to drop in. I think we need to go find Rosalia yeah. and my dad. If she's doing this ritual, then we, we can't afford any delay. I don't think that anyone here is in immediate danger. Right. And I worry that us going there would might even place them in that, so. Yeah, I, yeah, let's just, we're not... We're not going to stop in in town. I just want to head to the reef. We can always come back after, too. However, I am going to pull Nurgle aside, and I'm going to prepare a little pouch. Ah! And inside that pouch, I'm going to put some gold, a container of supplements, (laughs) and a note that says, Hang in there, love, (laughs) Finn. Ah! Uh, And then tie that to his foot, uh, okay, Nurgle, you uh, you remember what my parents look like, right? Ah! Uh, go bring this to them. Ah! Um, yeah, Nurgle takes off. Do you watch him? Yeah. Yeah, you sort of like track with the spyglass as Nurgle takes off and kind of like flies over the f- flies over to Gillsbury and kind of like lands down over where you can kind of like see your rooftop and sort of like disappears from view for a few minutes. Um, As you're kind of like watching the island during this time, um, you see that like a couple of soldiers do like walk down from the ship uh, and sort of like give a passing glance up to Nurgle. Um, But he just looks like a seagull. He's doing an okay job of kind of being deceptive. Seagull with a little package. Um, But you can tell that they do sort of like track his movements with maybe more than you'd expect a soldier to kind of like watch a normal seagull. And Nurgle sort of like engages in evasive maneuvers briefly, kind of like circling, circling above the village for a little bit before landing directly at your house. He's a smart seagull. Um, But you actually see um, that as the soldiers are kind of watching, um, you see uh, Min walks out of like back among some of the other buildings, sort of like comes into view. And you see him sort of like glance up at the seagull and then kind of like glance out like he's looking out at the rest of the ocean. Um, And then he Uh. just sort of like walks right up to the soldiers and kind of like starts talking to them. Um, And see, you can kind of tell from his body language that he's a little bit nervous about this. Um, And actually go ahead and give me a perception check, Finn, because I'm assuming you're the one with the spyglass. Oh, my man. Uh, 12. 12, okay. 
With the 12, you can kind of like just barely see. Um, you can see that he looks like a little bit nervous and you can also see that his arms look like a little bit kind of like burnt, um, almost as if he was there. Uh, he doesn't look like seriously injured or something, but looks like he was there. Um, and he's just sort of like talking to the soldiers and basically successfully distracts them from Nurgle enough that Nurgle's mm -hmm. able to land. Um, disappears from view for a couple minutes and then sort of like, pops back up and makes a seagull like beeline over to your ship and lands with you guys again. I love Min. Min's a wife guy. Well, not yet. <laughs> Fiance guy. Aspiring wife guy. Aspiring wife guy Min. <laughs> They're not even engaged yet. Wow. You're oh right. yeah, they didn't. Mm. Girlfriend guy. <laughs> love a good girlfriend guy. I stand on the edge of the ship and sort of do my half of our elaborate secret handshake into the air. Aww. He doesn't do it back, but he does sort of like, as he like walks away from the soldiers, you see him look out at the horizon again and does a little like salute, like he's trying to be subtle about it. Nice. Nurgle returns to you and you guys set sail for the reef. Um, speaking of Nurgle, do you want to do anything with him in this interim before you reach the place where you have to go underwater? Such, such as? Have him do a little flip. Like turn him into a crab. Or oh, <laughs> right, right, right. I just am asking if you're planning to bring him underwater with do you. Do we think Nurgle could breathe underwater if he was still Nurgle? No. Fucked up with you, Hannah. <laughs> He's a seagull. Uh, yeah, I am going to turn him into Nurcrab again. Ah, uh, a classic. Okay, he scuttles across the deck. All right, now we're ready. Cool, so you've got your crab. You guys uh, get to over the spot where you remember that the reef is and dive down. Yeah, solstice. <laughs> you you bring Matt Black with you um, and you guys dive down. Uh, into the ocean. Hey, uh, Finn, are those sharks still here? <laughs> I don't know, hope not. You do not see any sign of the giant sharks. Um, although <laughs> you do kind of like, as you enter the reef, you remember it's sort of like maze-like in there. Um, so I am going to need a survival check. Because you've been through the reef already, it will not be as complex to navigate as it was the first time. But I do need a survival check. Um, and, and I also need to know if you're trying to take the route that brings you through the room where Ted was, or if you're just trying to get to the middle. I would love to see Ted. Oh, absolutely sure, sure. we are trying to go through the room where Ted was. <laughs> Do you want a group check or one from each of us? Um, just from Finn, but you can give him advantage. Okay. 18. Nice. Yeah, and 18 beats the DC to sort of navigate through. You sort of, as, as you're swimming, you remember like, oh, right, like this is where the angler fish was last time. Um, hey, it's us again. It's us again. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> the light sort of like flashes a couple times. Did you enjoy that guy we sent back for you? Yes, I did. I forget how the anglerfish nice. talked. <laughs> um, the anglerfish lets you pass. Um, you hear the sort of faint music of Ted's room uh, drifting through the halls of the reef and sort of follow it into where, yeah, there is there is a bunch of fish, including one very, very large sea turtle. Um, hey, hey, hey! Like, looks, looks up at you guys going and goes, oh, hey, guys. Hi, Ted. Long time no see. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. You guys weirdly disappeared from the middle of the reef last time. Oh, we had the opposite experience. Gonna do that again? Ideally, yes. Uh, yep. That's the plan. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thanks. Do you have time to stay for a song? 
Oh, it's, it's a quick song. Into a song. A quick, right? like a two, one of those tight two-minute ones. Yeah. Reagan and I know how to dance now. Do you? Show me. Malachi does the little fairy jig. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to do underwater, but you make your yeah. best attempt at it. Finn is actually insanely good at dancing underwater. <laughs> he sort of kicks around with his legs a little bit and smiles like it was really good. I twerk. Sure, for sure. Wall twerk on the coral. Reagan's creating a ripple effect in the water. I generate a small whirlpool. <laughs> Are you twerking in a circle? Yes. Throw that ass in a circle! Uh, you guys spend some time listening to Ted. Um, you can gain a... An inspiration from that. Uh, how large did I make it last time? Was it a D8? A Ted-spiration. Uh, last time it was a D8, and I actually never yeah. used mine. <laughs> so now you have two. <laughs> um, oh, nice. They stack? Sure, they stack, I guess. You're still you're feeling- Wow, Ted rules. Doubly inspired from Ted now. Awesome. This guy owns. Ted's my favorite guy in this ocean. Feel Feeling the inspiration of the song in your heart. Ted sort of like nods to you guys, and he's like, okay, well- Good luck with whatever your important human tasks are. I don't know, I just hang out down here. Human? Ah, uh, that's how it should be. You're all humans to me. Tasks? Yeah, have fun, you know? Thanks. Have have fun out there. That's the, that's the point of it all. Hey, Ted, I don't suppose you know the lurker. Oh, the lurker in the deep? Yeah, everyone down here at least knows the name. I'm not friends with them or anything. Mm. Oh, but he, he knows you, Ted. Oh, the lurker in the deep is a great, great being. He launches into a song about the lurker in the deep. Oh, wow. Well, we got to say for this a one. A million tentacles. It's like a jaunty little tune, which is really weird because like human songs and stories about the lurker are very are threatening. Yeah. Um, but Ted is just like, oh, you know, he's got lots of tentacles and lots of eyes and lots of mouths and lots of fins. And he's really large. Lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he just, you know. Finn wipes a tear away from his eye. <laughs> but no one can tell because they're underwater. <laughs> um, this does not provide additional inspiration, but you feel inspired. <laughs> Finn especially, nonetheless. He does have lots of tentacles. Finn feels inspired. Malachi feels a little frightened. <laughs> cool. Um, eventually, you bid farewell to Ted. Thanks again and make your way to the uh, area where the portal was last time. And you make it- Hey. Yeah? What happened to Kathoth's body? Is it still here? <laughs> it's just bones. It's probably been devoured by creatures. Yeah. Um, Kathoth's body is, is not here and you don't see bones either. I think you maybe sort of get the idea that probably it got sucked up and spit out somewhere else in the ocean too, where it presumably has been. So if we see Kathoth where we come out, we're in the right spot. <laughs> where it presumably has been devoured by creatures at this point. Um, ah, good for the creatures. Yeah, you know how they are uh, with the devouring bodies that fall into the ocean. Um, you, uh, in this kind of big room that last time you were here, you remember like swirling water and this double whirlpool in the middle that produced the cube. Um, this time it's it's pretty quiet, although you can still see that there's like 
a collection of bubbles with seemingly no source, like right in the middle of the room, is the only kind of indication that there's anything in here other than water. That and the kind of like the colorful corals on the walls and the sort of like waving plants. Um, and the fact that there aren't really any fish in here, they seem to sort of be giving this space a wide berth. Mm. Can I sense the magic? Yeah, Finn, it feels a little bit tingly. Um, you just kind of feel, especially if you cast Detect Magic, um, you see kind of like right there around these bubbles is this kind of like swirling magical sense. All right, this is it, guys. Uh, uh, should we do anything? I don't know. I, that's the thing. I don't know if we're going to be coming out of this into like an active battle or just the middle of the ocean with no one around. Do you need to use a cube or do you know what you're doing? I, I think I just know what I'm doing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't bring my passport or anything. Is that okay? Do we have to go through customs? I don't, Finn, are there border agents? Uh, I think. I think immigration's pretty lax okay. in the aberrancy. <laughs> There's no countries there, so. Okay. And when you think about it, everything on the planet is a citizen of the lurker's domain. Hmm. Mm. Well. Or at least they will be someday. All right. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Finn, you drift closer to these bubbles in the middle of the room. Um, Malachi and Reagan and Nurkrab all kind of like right behind you. Um, what do you, do, what's Finn's instinct? You're very much operating by instinct here. What's Finn's instinct in terms of the way to make this portal work? Okay. Well, so first I swim up to the bubbles. Careful, they could be eyes. I reach my hands out and I whisper, How's this for an unfocused, naive brat, Kathoth, you bastard? <laughs> and then I'm going to swim in a circle around the bubbles, a pretty tight circle, just swimming in a loop and slowly getting faster and faster and trying to focus my energy and just focusing on the sensation of my father, the idea of the lurker somewhere out there and trying to connect this little bit of magic to him. Okay. Give me a check using your, like, spell attack bonus. Finn's like if the kids in, like, the circular above-ground pools making a whirlpool on a Saturday afternoon were actually, like, looked cool while they were doing it. 22. Beautiful. Uh, you sail past, sail past the DC 20 check as you do this, this tight circle around the bubbles, um, you feel the water kind of responding to you. And you guys see that gradually as Finn does this, the bubbles begin to spin and then all the water in the room begins to spin. Um, you feel yourselves being pulled sideways. Um, Malachi and Reagan, do you guys like let yourselves go with the current or do you try to like stay in one place? I think I try and grab onto Reagan and see if I can catch up to Finn. What? Okay. You you grab onto Reagan, um, Nurkrab kind of like perches on your shoulder. Um, and you guys all sort of like get swept around following Finn. As she just starts saying things. His eyes go full black um, as he's kind of looking and you feel the water begin to spin faster and faster and faster and faster until you feel yourselves kind of get sucked into the middle. You expect to collide with each other. Everything goes black. Your vision completely, completely black. Um, and you feel the sensation of like being pulled very fast through a tunnel. It almost feels like like a water slide. Um, <laughs> you feel like you are being like like pulled very quickly through something. And all of a sudden, um, 
the rushing and the water and the sort of like you're feeling yourself be buffeted by this water although you're not hitting anything as hard as like rocks or anything like that um all of a sudden the water around you stills um it is still dark but you can feel each other Malachi, you grabbed Reagan with one hand and you sort of like grabbed Finn with the other hand. Reagan, you can feel Nurkrab perched there on your shoulder still. <laughs> and as as everything settles, your eyes begin to adjust. There's this faint glow coming from Malachi's axe um, and you can see that the water around you is this like deep, deep purple color. Um, like you're floating, floating in this like, you know, grape juice, except even darker. Uh-huh. Um, as you're floating in this in this wine-dark sea. Um, you also begin to, your eyes can make out, like, below you, like, glowing corals. Mm. As if you're, like, above a reef, this sort of, like, patch of coral below you that you can see is glowing. And it's only, like maybe 20 feet below you or so. And you can see that you, you're you like pretty close to the bottom of the ocean, you think. And as you look up, you like, you can't see the surface. The only way that you know where the surface is, is kind of like if you blow out and see which way the bubbles rise. Um, or Finn, you can just sort of innately tell where you are. You don't have this sense of disorientation like Malachi and Reagan do. Oh, my inner ears fucked. As you're sort of floating there, getting your bearings, um, you feel the water sort of displace as this enormous fish glides past you. And when I say enormous, I mean like the size of a bus. Um, <laughs> this this massive fish just sort of glides past you guys, not really paying you much attention. Um, one of its little eyes kind of like sees you um, and you actually, Finn, you managed to just on instinct grab the other two and like pull them back really fast as this fish puffs out into a giant puffer fish um like these spikes that are as long as swords um extending out over this this massive massive creature that is now just kind of like floating in front of you um and floats away from you um almost like it got spooked by something hannah when you say one of its little eyes is it like as big as finn is (laughs) Yeah, yeah, one of its man-sized eyes. Yeah. I call after it as it's floating away. Uh, excuse me, excuse me? With my mind. Hi, little one. Hello. Could you tell me where we are? You're at the bottom of the ocean. Ah, great place to be. Uh, do you happen to know if the the lurker in the deep is anywhere near here? Near here? I'm sorry, I don't have time for chat to chat. There's jellyfish around. Oh, how, how big are the jellyfish? Um, the pufferfish is kind of, like, skittering away. Uh-huh. Um, you guys look around you, um, and you can see, like, off in the distance somewhat, and it, it's hard to tell down here how far away, but you can see something that looks very large, um, <laughs> that is glowing faintly with this kind of, like, pale blue glow. Um, can I have uh, each of you make a perception check for me, please? Hannah, I would also like to swim down so that I can, like, be standing on the bottom next to the glowing coral. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a nat one. Comes to a four. Mm. 16. 18. Okay. Careful, guys. There's jellyfish around. 
on a completely unrelated note, I wonder what that light is. <laughs> um, Finn, as you're watching the big kind of distant light, um, Reagan, you swim down and kind of like feel your feet touch the like sandy ground next to this bed of coral, which as you land next to it, you realize is really more like a, a coral formation. Mm. And as you land, Reagan, you and Malachi kind of at the same moment, all of a sudden see uh, this jellyfish just like drifts out of the coral over toward you, Reagan. Um, it is this large, a, a jellyfish that is about the size of you. Um, so the kind of like hood of it is bigger than your head and it has these long trailing draping tentacles that are still sort of like coming out of the coral reef as it drifts toward you. And as it gets toward you, you, you feel this like humming in your head that slowly uh -oh. starts to build more and more as it's getting closer to you. Um, Malachi, you see this too, as this thing is drifting toward Reagan. Um, I need everybody to roll initiative. I fucking love Ooh. jellyfish. <laughs> this one also loves you. Carnally. I, I want to hug it. Ah, five. My initiative is a two. <laughs> wow, congrats. Uh, 19. All right, all right. There we go. What about Nurkrab? Nurkrab got two. Wow. What's Nurkrab's dexterity? 11 plus zero. Okay. He also has blind sight. Wow. Okay. Um, the jellyfish acts first. Of course. It just kind of like drifts toward Reagan and... I'm going to make a perception check for it to see if it knows that the other two of you are there. Mm. That is only a 12. So I'm going to say, um, actually, no, with the way that this thing is, it definitely knows that you're there. Uh -huh. um, and so what it is going to do is kind of like it, it drifts up next to Reagan and then it sort of just like drifts around you. And for a second, you're just kind of like, oh, this is nice, right? Pretty. Although the, again, there's that humming in your head more and more, growing more and more powerful. And then it just sort of drifts so that it's next to you. And- I go in for the kiss. I don't think you hmm. can really see this, um, but as you go in for the kiss, you guys feel the water around all of you reverberate as there is this like shock wave basically that goes out from this thing um, in a 60 foot cone angled so that it catches all of you. Sure. So um, I need uh, intelligence saving throws from Ooh. each of you and also from Nurkrab. Um, Nurkrab, Finn, and Malachi get Malachi's aura. Uh, I got a seven. I got a 16 and Nurkrab got a 15. Yeah, I got an eight. Okay. Finn and Nurkrab both pass. Um, and in this case, nothing happens on a pass. Um, however, Reagan and Malachi fail. So you guys both take- I high five his little claw. <laughs> you high five his little claw. Um, 19 psychic damage um, and you are stunned. You feel this just like overwhelming blast through your mind um, as you are stunned by the jellyfish um, and are just left kind of like floating there, Reagan, shortly above the, the ground and Malachi up about 20 feet. Uh, beautiful. Then that is Reagan's turn. You are stunned. You can't do anything. Um, however, at the end of your turn, you can repeat the saving throw. So give me another intelligence saving throw. 13. Mm, still fails. 
you are Does still- Does it gently caress me with one of its tentacles? Yes, um, it is, it's starting to wrap its tentacles around you. Awesome. Um, just kind of like slowly reaching, reaching them out around you. I'm okay with this. Uh, cool. That is Finn's turn. Shockingly. You'll remember that Reagan was at 19 initiative and you were at 5 initiative. Um, but here we are. Uh, okay, so I am first going to telepathically reach out to this jellyfish and say, Hey, stop it! Stop! What are you doing? Um, you, you reach out to this jellyfish and you actually just get, like, weird static. Like, as if its thoughts are not comprehensible to you. It's not quite overwhelming to you, mostly because you're, like, capable of dealing with it, um, and sort of, like, touching an alien mind like this doesn't immediately shock you the way that it might some people, but it it is not communicatable, or it, it has no desire to mm. communicate. Oh. oh, so that's what it feels like to be on the other end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well... I look at Nurgle. Looks like it's up to us. <laughs> he skitters. Uh, and I'm I'm just gonna Eldritch Blast this jellyfish. Awesome, go for it. 19 and 10 to hit. Uh, the 19 hits, the 10 does not. 12 damage. Beautiful. You hit this jellyfish, it is definitely, it was already aware of your presence, but it's definitely kind of like looking up at you now, although it doesn't have eyes, so it's a little bit hard to tell exactly what it's doing. Um, okay, anything else? Bonus action, I'm going to summon my tentacle right next to Reagan and smack that jellyfish. Beautiful. Nat 20. Wow. Wow, nice. wow crit with the tentacle first attack in the aberrant sea. Beautiful. That, rules. that makes oh sense. Oh my god, somehow I just feel stronger here. <laughs> Eight damage. Awesome. Uh, that will be Nurkrab's turn. Um, and you actually see, Finn, that now that you guys are in this part of the sea, um, as you're, like, looking over it, Nurkrab, he looks, like, almost a little bit bigger than he did back out in the Western Sea. His, like, claws also look sharper, um, and he's just, like, moving more quickly, like he's, like, stronger here, but not in a way that manifests as, like, literal strength. It just manifests in him being, like, more of a crab is sort of what it looks like. Um, what this means mechanically is that if you would like, as we've talked about, if you want to use him instead of to give one of you guys advantage to give an enemy disadvantage, you can do so. Excellent. As he's just more adept in battle in the aberrancy. Good for him. Well, I have to say, in this case, it probably is better to give advantage to help you guys break out of this. <laughs> ah, I look at Nurg. Actually, I don't know. Does the help action work on saving throws? Genuine oh. question. I have no idea. Um, you can lend your aid from the... When you take the help action, the creature you aid gains advantage on the next ability check it makes to perform the task you are helping with. Alternatively, you can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you. Yeah, I think it has to be attack. Mm. Wow, that's fucked. It's tragic. You guys do have your Ted inspiration that you oh, just yeah. gained, though. Don't forget that. Ooh, Nurkrab, you look even more... You look like you could hinder someone even more than usual. I love it. <laughs> he does a little bit of scuttling. But for right now, I'm still going to have you help. Uh, next time I attack this guy, give me a boost. He, <laughs> I can't respond to you when he's in crab form. <laughs> <laughs> He, he taps his, yeah, click, 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 click. Excellent. Cool. Um, 
on initiative count two also, um, you see a second jellyfish huh? drifts out from behind the coral. And this one- We're busy, thank you. This one is going to drift up to the two of you up top. And it is going to go after the stunned Malachi and it's just going to start kind of wrapping his tentacles hey. around you. Hey. So with advantage, because you are stunned, that is a 26 to hit. So you take 11 psychic damage and you are grappled as these tentacles wrap themselves around you. Um, and you feel as it grapples itself around you, um, the top of the jellyfish actually goes for your head and kind of like ah. grapples itself onto the side of your head. And you can see Malachi, even in your stunned state, all of these little like beaks and mouths kind of under this jellyfish that are now suctioning themselves uh, onto the side of your head that your brain is. Uh, and you, you realize very which quickly side in this moment is that? that- Yeah, hang on, the side of his head <laughs> that his brain- <laughs> <laughs> you know. Malachi's extremely left-brained. <laughs> There's nothing over on the creative side. Um, uh, you, But you realize, Malachi, sort of instinctively that you're in a very dangerous position being grappled by this thing. Uh, okay, that is that. Jellyfish. Um, now it is Malachi's turn. You are stunned, but at the end of your turn, you can make a intelligence saving throw. Yeah, this is going to continue to go really well for me. <laughs> oh, I got a nat 20! <laughs> hey! Nice. Speaking yeah. it into existence. That's the power of the left brain. Nice. I, I hope that saves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nat 20 saves. Um, All right. You managed to break out of the stun at the end of your turn. Upon realizing there are beaks going for my brain, Malachi very quickly <laughs> becomes unstunned. Hey, hey! <laughs> awesome. Um, you are still grappled by this thing. Um, that is back to the top. This is the other jellyfish's turn. It is going to wrap its tentacles around. Well, let me see first. Okay. Um, it is going to wrap its tentacles around the stunned Reagan, um, and it is going to try to do the same thing that this one just did to Malachi. It is going to try to grapple you huh. um, and also hit you with its tentacles. Joke's on you. I don't have a brain. Wow. I rolled the same thing. 26. Oh. Um, so you take oof, uh, nine psychic damage um, as these tentacles wrap around you and the, the thrumming in your head grows louder and you are grappled by this creature and it is trying to eat your brains. Uh, can I save against the grapple? Um, you can't until you get unstunned, but it is now your turn. Grand. Go ahead and make another saving throw. Three. Three, okay. You remain stunned. I start tongue kissing the jellyfish. Mm. For sure, for sure. Um, that is Finn's turn. How damaged does that one jellyfish look after the hits it took from me? Um, it looks like it is not uh, not bloodied yet, but those were like significant hits. These things don't look like they have that much HP. N not that much HP by your standards at this point. All right, then I'm just going to keep pressing. I'm Eldritch Blasting, okay. the one attacking Reagan. Awesome. Malika, you're fine, right? I'll figure it out. Thanks to Nurgle, that is a dirty 20 and a 14. Nice. Okay. Uh, the 14 actually does not hit, but the 20 does. Ah, Six damage. Okay. And then tentacle. Awesome. Fifteen to hit. Hits. Nice. <laughs> Good job finding the armor class. <laughs> <laughs> Malachi, I figured it out. <laughs> and that's six damage. 
Beautiful. And I broadcast, you are interfering with emissaries of the lurker in the deep. You will cease at once. <laughs> you get back a garbled mess of thoughts. Um, yeah. Garbled mess of thoughts? More like my apartment on a Saturday <laughs> night, am I right? Um, beautiful. That is Nurkrab's turn. Uh, keep it up, buddy. <laughs> he skitters. Cool. The jellyfish that is still grappling Malachi, um, it just tries to wrap you in more tentacles. You're already grappled. Mm -hmm. um, it is going to continue wrapping wrapping more tentacles around you, um, and it is going to project a 60-foot cone. Um, Ugh, I think Hannah. from where it is at, it can hit you and Finn, but not Reagan. So I need intelligence saving throws from the two of you. I can't believe you're nixing my nat 20. Just roll another one. <laughs> Duh. And believe me, it's good that you're not stunned right now. That is a dirty 20 for me. Dirty 20 for me. And a 13 for Ner Crab. Okay. Um, so you, did you add aura to Ner Crab? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has minus five to intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Unfortunately, um, I think Ner Crab is dissipated um, because no! he takes more, more than one hit point no. worth of psychic damage. He never even got to hinder. <laughs> so Nurkrab just kind of explodes. Oh. oh, you've done it now. But both of you save, which is great for you, and are not stunned by this thing blasting into your minds. And you can almost feel its frustration, Malachi, as it's still kind of trying to suck onto the side of your head. Will you stop that? May Nurgle leave um, you in. Here you meet my crab. <laughs> what is it with only killing Andy's familiar underwater? Um, it's your turn, Malachi. Malachi sort of like grabs at the tentacles around his head. And he's like, there's not much for you to take up there. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to reach back and grab my axe and hack at it. Awesome. Go for it. 26. 27? 26. I haven't updated my sheet. Let's... I think... 26. Yeah, one of those. It hits. Um, okay, so... Well, I rolled a one, so... Mm. That comes to six damage. Okay. And I will hit it again. Awesome. And in doing so, trying to free myself, but... Uh, remind me, to get out of grapple, do I have to make a strength check or something? Um, as an action. You have to make ah. a, a strength check as an action. Well, I've already used up my action, so... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Attack again it is! And that is going to be a 28. Awesome. Yeah, that hits. Alright. Uh, that is going to be 8 on the second hit. Okay. You are hacking away at these jellyfish, hacking at the tentacles. Yes. Um, and since I do not want it to have its little suckers on my brain anymore, I do think I am going to misty step out of its grasp. Okay, cool. Um, you misty step out of the grasp of the jellyfish. Where do you go? Um, do these guys look like they could take on more than one guy at a time, like sucker-wise? <laughs> no, it looks like they can only, like, tentacle wrap up and sucker themselves onto one person Okay, at a time. then I'm gonna go over to Reagan's dude. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> hmm. You do think it could probably hit you with its tentacles, but it looks like it, it couldn't, like, pull you yeah. close and sucker onto your head. Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. That's Malachi's turn. Um, 
Hey, uh, Reagan, this jellyfish is still grappled onto you and you are still stunned. So it is going to just attempt to poke its beak through and consume your brain. Amazing. Hey, is this an attack? This is an attack. All right, I'm intercepting it. Okay, um, so you go ahead and, and, and intercept. Um, let, let me see if I hit first. I'm rolling with advantage, so I'm assuming, yeah, 24 to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, one second. <laughs> I rolled max on interception. <laughs> I think I actually have to roll this digitally. I simply don't have enough. Oh, Jesus. Uh, dice. <laughs> oh. Honestly, this is how I've always wanted to go. Okay. Awful. Um, Reagan, you take 42 psychic, <laughs> or 42 piercing damage, um, which is then reduced by what Malachi which does. Which is reduced by 14. So you take 28. Okay. Right? No, because the tentacle that's right next to you reaches out and puts itself between the beak and your skull. So it's halved. Okay. So to 14? How, how have we done this before? Does it half before interception? I forget. Uh, before we've just been whatever I said, and I say it halves before the interception. Okay. So then I subtract 14 from that, which means Regan only takes seven damage. Great. Yeah. I'll, I'll, at some point, I'll look up that interaction and see how it's supposed to work, but for now, that's fine. Um, so these beaks kind of, like, start to bore into Reagan's skull. You start to see the blood kind of, like, spreading out in the dark water. Malachi, you manage to, like, get your axe in there and kind of, like, force the thing up a little bit at the same time as the tentacle is kind of, like, snaking in next to you and just sort of, like, pushing the jellyfish back slightly, yeah. although it still has Reagan wrapped up in its tentacles and is trying to, you know, eat his brain. Right, as one does. Awesome. Regan, that's your turn. Um, go ahead and give me another intelligence save, this time with Aura. Um, 15. Um, Nurgle saved you the 15, right? <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you've got a 15, you are golden. You just barely, Regan, managed to kind of, like, as this beak starts to bore into the side of your head, you just barely managed to snap out of it. Ugh. Cool. Uh, that is Finn's turn. Uh... Will I take an opportunity attack if I swim away from this one that was eating Malachi? Uh, no, it is not that close to you. All right, I am going to swim away from the one that's like right next to me a bit. <laughs> for sure. Uh, and then Eldritch Blast, the one kissing Reagan. Okay, go for it. Oh. That's a nat 20 and a 15. Wow. Wow. Both hit and the nat 20 is a nat 20. Oh, yeah. So true, Hannah. <laughs> it sure is. Sure is. That's 26 damage from both Eldritch Blasts. Wow. My god. Okay, uh, this jellyfish looks very fucked up. You cut through a bunch of the tentacles and kind of, like, impact its sort of, like, fleshy body. Go ahead and make your tentacle attack. Let's see if one more tentacle will finish the job. 17 to hit. Hits. Two damage. <laughs> okay, does not finish the job. Um... But the jellyfish certainly does not look healthy. Um, and it just kind of like scraps around there as it's trying to consume Reagan's brain. Cool. Um, that is Jellyfish 2's turn. Um, did you, Finn, intend to go, because you have a 40 foot swim speed. Did you intend to go like out of this thing's reach or did you just sort of like move away from it a bit? Uh, I want to get out of its reach. Okay, cool. So you get away far enough that, that you're out of its reach. Um, it is going to therefore swim down and attack Malachi. Um, let me see if it gets its mind blast back. 
Nope, it does not. So it is just going to swim down and try and wrap its tentacles around you. Mm, rolls a two. Uh, so that is only a nine to hit, which will not work. Um, it's it's trying to wrap its tentacles around you, but it can't get any kind of actual purchase. Hang on, I'm busy right now. <laughs> yeah, you hold, you're holding it off with one hand. Um, Malachi, that is your turn. All right. Um, could I try and get the guy off of Reagan? Um, you can if you like you. It would basically just be a grapple. Okay. Like you would try and grapple it and then you could drag it off of him. It does look very, very hurt. Oh, right. That's the one that's, like, shitty. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll attack that one. Cool. Whoa. She's my girlfriend. I'll I'll eliminate (laughs) the imminent threat, I suppose. Um, So I'll take my first swing on that guy. First swing is a 11. (laughs) So. 11 does not hit. I will try again. 16 to hit. That hits, right? That does hit. Thank God. Wow, that was a couple of shitty rolls. Yeah, I rolled a 12 on the d12. So that is 17 damage. Beautiful, that does it. Um, You kind of take your axe and with the first one, it just sort of like shifts its position and you're having to kind of maneuver carefully so you don't hurt Reagan as you're swinging with your axe at this thing that's still grappling him. Um, But with your second hit, you manage to swing your glowing blade kind of like directly into the center of the jellyfish and it just sort of like you know collapses around so reagan you now have this like dead jellyfish just draped over you um (laughs) oh god samantha no that jellyfish wasn't right for you anyways reagan (laughs) reagan that one wasn't any good uh that's your turn reagan and you're not even stunned uh i'm i'm not gonna do anything i'm just gonna turn this jellyfish into a nice little coat what what (laughs) There's another one, like, right here, if you'd like to attack it. No. Just gotta wear my jellyfish coat. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, if this thing stuns Reagan again, we'll just go for the kill. Wait, walk me through the mechanics of making jellyfish guts into a coat. It fell fell down around him like a cloak. Ah. Yeah, so the bell is kind of like the collar, and then the... Yeah. No, I get you now. <laughs> For sure. All right, fine. I'll... Are you taking the dodge action mechanically? <laughs> no, I'll lightning bolt the other one. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, save, please. Yes. Um. Thank goodness water doesn't conduct electricity. Am I right, guys? Uh, does a fourteen save? It doesn't, right? Does not. Beautiful. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your damage. Uh. 30. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, you you s- sort of uh, move around with this kind of like other jellyfish just draped over you. Um, you just sort of like move the around Malachi and send this very like slender bolt through the water. Um, just kind of like slices through and does sort of like light up the water around it. Um, but the magical lightning does not electrocute the whole ocean or anything like that um and you pierce the lightning directly into the body of this thing as it is trying to wrap its tentacles around malachi and it looks pretty hurt um beautiful finn that is your turn all right let's see if i can finish this off i'm gonna eldritch blast that jellyfish 23 and 15 both hit finally 27 damage Wow. Um, hey, that's exactly the number of hit points it had left. Not a single uh, wasted <laughs> hit point there. Um, this is what you get for killing my crab. Yeah, you 
Eldritch Blast twice into this jellyfish and it just sort of collapses and is floating there dead in the water next to you, uh, next to Malachi. Um, as these jellyfish die, you guys feel the sort of like tension in your heads that you'd been feeling from these things um, lessens, but you also feel this sort of like reverberation through the ocean around you as the jellyfish die. Um, and you can see that sort of like moving around you kind of like through the crevices in this, this coral bed, which you now can see like stretches out further, is sort of like more things moving. And you can also see um, that jellyfish kind of in the distance is like pulsing a little bit. It's it's blue and glowing. And there's this sort of like pulsing blue light that is sort of sending these reverberations throughout the water, little waves kind of like buffeting against you. Um, and you get the sense that you are still in a pretty dangerous spot that you have come up in here at the bottom of the ocean, but the imminent threat uh, is defeated. Um, so I think that's where we can end our session. I'm gonna keep on wearing this this coat of yeah. jelly. Mm -hmm. It suits you. For sure, it's gross. Sort of like a power play, like look what I've got. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking more of like, you know, in The Walking Dead when they all like smear themselves with zombie guts and like oh. use that. So it can't smell you? <laughs> yeah. Huh, interesting. Hey, also, Hannah, I forgot to what? do this. I wanted to do this while we were sailing, but can we say that I charge my ring of spell storing back up with new spells? Oh, for sure. What are you putting in it? Uh, I'm going to keep the mirror image that's already in there, but I'm also going to cast Vampiric Touch. Beautiful. Mm. Okay, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, which we hope you did, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also swim on over to patreon.com slash ship of fools if you'd like to support us on Patreon, as well as gain access to a lot of our fun bonus content, like our bonus campaign folio and our exclusive after show where we discuss the events of the episode in a soothing bath of mud. Um, as always, there are some people we need to thank. Thank you to Theo Golden for our logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. And thank you to Lucas Mangold for our theme music. You can contact him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com for all of your music needs. And thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, if you'd like to continue listening to it, you can find us with episode 57 on November 1st. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! Um, here's a question. Long uh -huh. shot. But does anyone remember when Kathoth, like, showed his hand and attacked me? What were his exact words to describe me? Like, was Let's it like see. a useless child or so? It was something along I'm those lines. I'm gonna see if I wrote it down. Do we know what uh, that was? Little bitch boy. Pussy. Pussy baby. Milk. 
milk no. toast fuck mm, no none of those 